Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Catherine. Hi, love. How are you? Oh, uh, hi, Jade. How the hell are we? Good. Uh, great. I feel like I need, like, a facial. I think I need, like, three hours of this episode is what I really think <laughs> I need. And I, I just skipped over that without even acknowledging that I got a facial yesterday for the first <gasps> time in three years. Oh, my God. Good for oh you. Oh, my God. It was life-changing. I forgot what I was missing. Like, oh I completely God. forgot how good it is you I know? got that winter skin where you can like feel the extra dead skin on top and you're just like none of my lotion is getting through you just know yeah it. no you're you gotta you gotta get your situation situated but mm-hmm. I went to one facial recently that like did no extractions and it's like going to a massage where they like lightly touch you no. and you're like this no. just wasn't I want bruises when I leave here I'm 29 years old now like you gotta do something mm-hmm. you know I'm no spring chicken okay so we decided Catherine and I that we're gonna start these episodes I feel like we say that and then we don't, but we're really going to do it this time. (laughs) We're going to start these episodes with first of alls, meaning they're all little just housekeeping, first of all, things that are on my mind, stuff until we get to the meat of the episode. You know, stuff that a lot of you have DM'd me about, maybe about last episode, and that we just got to get out of the way before we start the actual meat. Okay, so my first, first of all, is a complaint. Okay. As a surprise to no one. I have a complaint and I have a major axe to grind with whomever makes women's white t-shirts. I mean, they don't have to be white t-shirts, but short sleeve t-shirts. Who the hell, when was this meeting that I missed where we decided that we were going to announce to the world that women as an entire species, we don't deserve the full short sleeve shirt. We only want half of the short sleeve shirt. The sleeve goes at a 45 degree angle on your shoulder. Yeah. And it's cute for no one. <laughs> you just got a bare arm out there. No, I want the full cap sleeve, like where it's an actual short sleeve shirt. Yeah. I'm so sick of these like baby little like pointy shoulder situations and them calling it a short sleeve shirt. My 30 year old arms cannot handle that kind of exposure. I agree. The baby tees of the 90s were very cute, but you know what? Our upper arms are cold. Moreover, you're not doing anyone any favor. Truly. You know like how you cannot shave your armpits if you're wearing a short sleeve shirt? Oh, psych. It turns out you have to because it shows just a little just bit a of little, your armpit. Just like a why why? Why no. don't why do men get full short sleeve shirts and we don't? Rude. I don't understand. And second of all, so my friend DM'd me today after this past week's episode and was like, tell me the medium that you went to, give me her info. Yeah. I said, no, no, no. You said no. I said, no. No. Catherine, okay, you guys, I talked about this medium last week on the episode. I was taken for a ride. Oh, my <laughs> God. I think my first psychic experience or, like, reading was when I was maybe seven years old. Really? Actually, I know that it was when I was seven. I was at Gwen Stefani's baby shower. <laughs> they had a psychic there, okay? If you hadn't told us that, I would have never forgiven you. Right. Okay. So that's where I, I was like 10, maybe. Like I had my first psychic experience. I, she was like, had told me nothing. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I've never been to like a quack. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is like kind yeah. of impressive for the yeah. fact that I live in LA and whatever. So this girl, bless her heart. We love you if you're listening. God bless <laughs> you. I booked this like months and months and months ago. I think I like booked it because she had a lot of TikTok followers sure, and like I sure. was just feeling like in the mood. I was jonesing for a medium. And She begins the session with, she was like, I feel like it's awkward to just jump right in. And I was like, I don't think so. It's like kind of why I paid for this. Like, You're supposed to know nothing about me and tell me everything. It's not a first date. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? So, okay, my $98 that I spent. 
She's like, so I feel like I should just tell you my background and like how I got into this. When I tell you guys, it was like, my sister's a therapist. And like my first thought to myself was like, I could never have that job. I know you guys are probably gonna be like, Jade, you listen to people like for a living. Yeah. I understand. It's not when I'm expecting to receive. <laughs> it's not when I've spent $98 on like, you're supposed to know me. Yeah. So she spends the first 25 minutes talking about her journey, like in such a minutia so such minute details you're like I don't care and then she goes into this whole thing about her mom and how when she was younger she told her mom about her gifts or the fact that she like sees dead people or can talk to dead people and like any normal mom the mom was like probably very alarmed but was like oh don't worry honey like it's okay it's nothing to be afraid of instead of I don't know what reaction she wanted out of her but somehow the psychic the medium took that as a reason that she had to hide her gift and it was just another struggle in her path I literally got everything but this bitch's social security number (laughs) I was like enough like what this is insane So she just tried her best. I think maybe she's empathetic and like thinks she sees ghosts. She was just talking to me and I was trying not to give her that much, but I gave her a lot of layups. Like about my dad, I think she assumed that every dad that raised a child in the 50s or 60s was hard on their kids, which is like a safe assumption. Unfortunately for her, my dad couldn't have had a more opposite experience. Like his dad to him was like everything and encouraged him. So I was like asking her that stuff. And I was like, does my grandpa have any messages for my dad? And she was like, yeah, he wants him to know that he's sorry for being so hard on him. He's doing some work and it'll take a minute for him to fully apologize. I was like, is there a therapist in heaven? Like what? I thought we were supposed to be like crystal clear up there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the fact that people are still processing shit up there. Anyway, you guys, you don't need my psychics. I mean, my medium psychic whatever the fuck she was bless her heart i hope she prospers but like (laughs) so i watched that tyler henry like who was he is full of shit he is full of shit right but like i watched it and you know i was like okay i feel like this guy is like the real deal in some capacity yeah but i just don't know that mediums should exist even for the really niche listeners here if you ever watched kim and courtney take new york the season where she divorced chris humphreys which is one of my favorite seasons of any reality show ever so watch that (laughs) Anyway, she they see that other guy, I forget his name, but he's like this very famous medium. Yes, but he is like legit and tells him about no, their dad. No, he's very legit, but but even so, the connection is fuzzy. I'm not saying that mediums don't exist. You guys know I love a woohoo moment. Yes. You know, a yoo-hoo, woohoo, whatever, woo-woo moment. <laughs> but but I think that the medium world I don't know. I don't think that anyone's ever gotten a satisfactory response. And maybe you have, but I was saying to this to myself with this medium, I was like, you are so lucky that everyone I've ever lost is a distant relative and yeah. like not my parents because I would come for your ass if you Truly. were trying to tell me that you heard them. You're playing you with didn't. people's like souls when you're telling them that. Unfortunately for this girl, I did record some of this. <gasps> And I asked about kids, right? I was like, well, I have kids and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, unfortunately, that's just too personal for, like, my line of work. And I was like, okay, it seems like you should be able to see that. But, like, it's fine. (laughs) I understand why you wouldn't want to touch that. Uh But then I was like, okay, so, like, what questions do people normally ask you? And she was like, they asked me, like, if there's a sign, what they should look out for. So I was like, okay, what should they look out? What should I look out for, my relatives? Like, I'll take a question out of your suggestion. And she was like, I feel like a breeze, a breeze for your uncle. Like, I feel like he comes and breezes. I was like, this is just, 
really tried, you guys. I was trying to stretch my imagination in any capacity so that I could pick up what she was putting down. Yeah. I just feel like even with the really impressive mediums, like psychics, there are some crazy shit that can happen. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel like it's never that profound. So my sister went and saw a medium this week, and she waited for like months to get in, just like you. And- They had given her all this information. Like, there was a bunch of other stuff that was very right on target. My grandparents' names. Like, the scene that was directly from a dream my sister had. Like, the night my grandmother died before she knew she was dead. All this stuff. Okay, that's legit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But this is the most bizarre thing. So, my dad has eczema on his fingers, on his, like, hands. And his hands get really dry and cracking and stuff in the winter. So he has this, like, special soap that he's bought from these, like, crunchy granola internet ladies for decades, right? Probably 15 years. So this woman says... She knew. She knew. She goes to my sister, like, when we were talking from my grandparents, my dad's parents who died... And they were, like, around when he used this soap, but this woman sure wasn't. She goes, this is the weirdest thing I've ever received, but does your dad have, like, some sort of a skin thing, like eczema? My sister's like, yeah. She goes, they want him to know they know about his special soap he uses. No, see, that's the shit I was looking for. She goes, they want him to stop buying it, and they want him to start making it on his own. Oh, that's genius! (laughs) No, he could have a skincare company. I'm not kidding. That's actually fucking genius. Exactly. Like, maybe that's his next venture. He's going to be the crunchy granola internet lady. No, that's fucking brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. I mean, there are people that are really doing it and doing it well. Yes. But. They are few and far between. We'll just say that. Don't find them on TikTok. But, like, what? Like, 500,000 followers for what? For what? But she was, like, vaping through our whole session. So I was like, you're a chief. I'm going to fund this. (laughs) Why did you bury the lead? But I was, like, saying to myself, like, maybe that's, like, what the Gen Z kids do. Like, in my head, I swear to God, I was like, it would be weird if I, like, took a bong rip right now. I call them BRs (laughs) in my house. I'm like, would that be weird? But anyway, I, I refrained. But, yeah, she was misleading. Oh, my God. But back to the Bravo of it all. Yes. Okay, I have to tell you something, Jade. I have done my homework. I watched the first two episodes of Vanderpump Rules. So obviously I know everything. Uh, 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 I know every, I'm screaming for every Bravo fan, every VPR fan on here, because I know you're out there. Yes. You guys, what a fucking weekend and week it has been. Oh my God. As Sheena Shea's tattoo would say, it's all happening. Okay, take you got to take me through the broad strokes because I have heard this and this on the internet, but... No, okay. First of all, first of all, I have all the information. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I thought this to myself this week. and I was like, should I make an anonymous Bravo account? Because I have so yes. much... I have done all the research. Also, just the fact that the universe decided to give me the flu last week, which was a perfect time to rewatch every single fucking season that I've seen a million times already. Mm -hmm. But God knew. You know what I mean? The universe, God, whatever deity you believe in, they knew because they prepared me for the news that dropped two Fridays ago. So did you, you watched a bunch of seasons of Vanderpump Rules specifically? Oh, exclusively while I was sick. That was my rewatch of choice. How weird is that? That's bizarre. Wild. You know what? That psychic didn't tell you to do it. No, it did not. It did not. You know what the psychic didn't tell me? That the scandal was coming. She didn't see it, which means she didn't see anything. Because you guys, this scandal, TM, we understand that someone else 
calls it that. Yes. It has rocked my fucking world. It really has. But I also feel like this is the reward for those of us who watched that first season episode when it was a it was actually introduced, Vanderpump Rules, as an extension of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So there's one episode. I read this on the internet. Oh my God. It's wow. a spinoff. See, like, these are the things I should be talking about and writing about, and people could read my articles. But anyway, it was a spinoff. So initially, it took place at a dinner party at Sir, and then it goes halfway through, like, with a confrontation with, like, Joyce and Yolanda and whatever, into Vanderpump Rules. So, like, mid-episode, it takes you from one show to the other. Oh, see, I did not know that. That's interesting. No, like, they bamboozled us into watching the show, but, like, thank God they knew what was best for us. Yeah. So I have been a die-hard Vanderpump Rules fan from the jump. I'm so passionate. There are a few things I'm this passionate about. Honest to God. So I'm a, an insane Vanderpump Rules fan. And I really feel like this scandal is our reward for putting in that time. All uh, you put in the work. The fact that I know every little detail and every little thing from ever watching the show ever. Like, I just feel like I'm in on the cool kids you club. You are the Kardashian colloquium of Vanderpump Rules. No, for real. Yes. Like, I've got this show on Lock. So like all weekend, we got, I'm sorry, I'm too excited. I'm too hopped up. I'm too excited. (laughs) But I really have been waiting to talk to you guys about this. There's truly no one that can talk about this like I can. No. And I'm ready for it. But I just don't engage with those groups. You know what I mean? Like I don't put all my knowledge out there and I think I'm, I'm missing out. You are. Like I think this needs to be your side hustle. I know. Like a Bravo account. Yes. Okay, I have to interrupt us for just two seconds to say that if you don't watch Vanderpump Rules, first of all, go do that while we have this conversation, but come back in about like two-ish minutes because then we're going to talk about a bunch of other shit. But I do want to say to you guys, just so you can get the vibe of why we're all so deeply passionate about this, basically like if you watch Friends, this reference will help you out if you watch Friends, of course. So imagine if Chandler cheated on Monica with Rachel secretly for seven months, and Joey knew all about it. Basically, that's what's happening here. Bring that to the water cooler at work. Yeah, see, that's where I'm at. So first of all, candidly, Ariana was supposed to come on the show, like within the next couple weeks. So she and I, since my bachelorette party in November, have been kicking around this idea of her coming on the show. And then recently, in the past two weeks, we were starting to talk about like what topics she would talk about and she was going to tell me her availability. Lo and behold, the day that she was supposed to tell me her availability, the scandal broke. Boom. Friday morning, TMZ drops the story. In your face, Raquel and Tom have slept together. Okay. Is it, has it been an ongoing affair? Has, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. It's been seven months. So you got to take my hand and lead me through the wilderness. Okay, I'm here lead, to represent I'm gonna for all the ones who don't you know. Through. Yeah. Okay. No, for real. First of all, the scream I scrumped when <laughs> that news came out. I literally almost lost my pants. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I've never been so unsure of any intuition i can't believe it yeah because they've been together like four or five years right no no no, 10 years oh wait this is that same girl from the beginning of the show no no no. ariana and tom have been together for 10 years 
Oh, who's he with at the beginning of the show? It's not Kristen Ariana. Doty. Chris Doty. Okay, first of all, let's get Doty on the line. We need Doty. <laughs> Doty, Jax, and Stasi. I mean, I would just take Doty and Jax, honestly. They need to come yeah. on for cameos and comment on this shit because mm-hmm. they have been tr- they've been on Sandoval's ass for years and all of us are like, "Doty, you're just still in love with him. Pop off." Yeah. Turns out He's as dirty of a dog as they've been saying. <gasps> so anyway, Raquel, let me just like give you some spark notes. Raquel came on like maybe season four. I don't even fucking know. She came on as James's girlfriend. And she was a fan of the show before. She's hard to get behind. She's very supporting actress energy. You know what I mean? Like not mm-hmm. even. She's just like not that cerebral, mm-hmm. let's say. <laughs> but we tolerated her because she like stood by James and when James was really in a dark space and we couldn't. Anyway, she, are, you know who's been batting for her since day fucking one is Ariana. Ariana has been like, mm. all the other girls were like, I'm not playing with that bullshit. Like she's a loser. Yeah. Like she's whatever. Ariana has been there since day one rooting for this girl. As corner. has Sheena, who like apparently Sheena. And, okay. But there, ugh, there are so many roads to go down. Okay, whatever. So uh, Raquel, this past season, right, has been feeding us this whole, like, she broke up with James. So, like, now she's trying to get with Schwartz. But that's all been a decoy, we all believe. Yeah. Because she's really been just trying to cover up her Sandoval affair. So these sociopaths. So it's just, a, it's just for show. Yes. Also, Schwartz is not cute. Oh, no. Schwartz is cute. Sandoval's actively not my type. I think Sandoval's cute. Oh, okay. Okay. To not fully yuck your yum. He had some promising seasons early on. Like season one and two, he was cute. Hard character to get behind. So then they break up. And then this season has introduced Raquel as the villain. Because basically she's like a pick me girl. She's like, whatever Mm. you guys need to be on this show. Like she was a fan of the show beforehand, which isn't a crime, but like is when you're, when you It gives weird energy. Yeah. So anyway, she's like also a pageant girl, which like, you know. Yeah. So then this season, it's all been about like her and Schwartz, her and Schwartz. So like Schwartz and she hooked up. Schwartz and she? She and Schwartz hooked up at Sheena's wedding this past year. They've never slept together as far as we know. But anyway, it's all been like this decoy, as I said, to like cover up the Sandoval thing. The Sandoval thing is so dirty and deep. Because the Sandoval (sighs) thing, let's like... We all, like, I am one of them. Like, Kristen Doty, she's amazing television, but not someone that I ever agreed with on the show. Yeah. And I feel like because she was so insane, we didn't look at... Sandoval yeah. you know what I mean like because yep. he had just as many like cheating allegations but we were like Kristen is so off her rocker that like maybe like yeah that's something you had to do to cope with her yeah and then Kristen was like on this vendetta to like expose Tom for who he was thereafter like even when Kristen was with James yeah so, like that that's the crazy thing is Kristen and Tom started right and then Tom dated Ariana and then Kristen dated James right yeah James then broke up with Kristen and was with Raquel, engaged to Raquel. And just to make things even more convoluted and crazy, because this friend group is so incestuous, James, who hooked up with Kristen right after she and Tom broke up, was supposed to be moving in with Tom, like, within the next couple weeks. So that was betrayal number one. Betrayal number two is that the reason that Tom and Kristen initially broke up in the first place before Kristen dated James, who then dated Raquel, was because Kristen cheated on Tom Sandoval with his best friend, Jax. So the two of them were watching Drive. Any Bravo fan can never watch Drive the same way again after that. 
the two of them were watching Drive in Tom and Kristen's apartment while Tom was sleeping and had sex not once, but twice. And the kind of sex that has no kissing, that's purely just to put the P in the V, like that kind. Okay, anyway, Tom Sandoval paid for his engagement or a large portion of his engagement to Raquel. They did this whole Coachella experience and he paid like $20,000, something insane. Wow. Yes. So like there's a love square going on. It's not even a triangle. It's a square. Jade is like painting me this family tree right now and it's very helpful. Okay, but I'll refrain because we're just going to pretend like everyone knows what's going on. Yes, we can jump in in the middle. Uh, This gives me the information I need to go on. But this is like sociopathic energy. Like the fact that they were wearing these lightning bolt necklaces. They wear matching lightning bolt necklaces, (gasps) Tom and Raquel. And you guys, because I am your resident Nancy Drew. I zoomed in on that motherfucker at my bachelorette party, and he was wearing the goddamn lightning bolt necklace. Even then, in November, the first weeks of November, let the record show he was wearing the matching lightning bolt necklace. It was just hiding in plain sight. Also, her name isn't even Raquel. Her name is Rachel. It's Rachel. (gasps) No, that was like literally a gift from the heavens above. was like, let me just slide this on over to you guys. Big Ilaria Baldwin energy. But I swear, you guys, I've been such a Vanderpump Rules fan forever. And even for my bachelorette party, we booked, we initially, my sister, it was was a surprise, all of it for me. My sister initially booked Schwartz and Sandoval to come. Oh. But then Schwartz, yeah, no, this is the real deal. Then Schwartz got COVID and couldn't come. So then Ariana, being the motherfucking G she is, yes, she took one for the team and came with Sandoval. Yeah. I'm sure he split whatever Schwartz yeah. was supposed to get paid. She got but paid. But she like came in for her boyfriend. And she shone. Yeah, she, she shined. Did. She shone. She, she shined. She shined. She shined her way on through this bachelorette. Like, truly, she was so fun. All my friends went up to her because a lot of them don't watch the show. And they went up to her and were like, oh, I'm Jade's friend from college. Like, who are you? And she's like, I'm Jade's new friend. Like, oh, she was so yeah. sweet. Like, never yeah. said, like, oh, I'm on Vanderpump Rules. No. Anything. She's, like, stunning in person. I yes. knew she was, like, stunning this whole time. But, like, it's different when you see someone IRL. And it's weird because, like, I've been watching the show for so long and I usually account for everyone's missteps. Like, I know pretty much where everyone lost their audience along the seasons. Ariana's worst, worst season or worst moment, however many seasons she's been in, is the fact that she said, I take sketch comedy really seriously. That was her, like, one thing that we all were like, that's pretty pretentious and, like, weird. But that's it. That's fucking it. So, like, she's been so incredible. Such a girl's girl. Has rallied behind everyone, but has always been trying to push for peace. And here she is with her dirty dog man doing her so wrong. And the crazy thing about this whole thing, I mean, there are about 6,000 crazy things about this whole thing. But when I saw them in person, when I was with them in the flesh, because all because we all know that TV can be a convoluted way to analyze someone's relationship. I was just stunned by how sweet they were with one another and how generous they were with all of us. But just like the two of them seemed so solid and like that there was so much history, love and trust in their relationship. I just I'm shook. Okay, so back to The Bachelorette, though. I really felt like Tom was a little different than he is on camera. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I felt like he was like a little 
He's very sexually charged, which I think mm-hmm. has been buried in the Vanderpump seasons. Yeah. I So my initial read on his energy, once I realized that, like, they were together, after I started stopped, like, trying to order drinks from him because I thought he was just, like, a bartender that was there. I, like, didn't know who he was. And I was like, oh, can I just, like, get a tequila soda? It was interesting because he was much more attention-seeking than she was. No, 180%. Like a lot. I know. Yeah. And so I initially thought that that was like a symptom of him being hired and her- Being back up. Yeah. It wasn't. So there are a lot of theories about how Ariana actually found out. What we know for sure is that she found out on Wednesday night. So there she was being an incredibly supportive girlfriend, going to like the 900th show of Sandoval's that she's probably been to. Sandoval has that stupid band, like Tom Sandoval and the most extras, whatever. So she, there she is at the concert. Some people say that Tom's phone fell out of his pocket. Some people say that Tom actually gave Ariana the phone beforehand because he wanted her to film the concert. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Tom's phone ends up in Ariana's hands. Ariana says, according to Kristen Doty, that she had this like gut instinct to check his phone because she never really does. But this time she wanted to look through it. And lo and behold, there was a video, a screen recording rather, on the phone of Tom and Raquel, the artist formerly known as Rachel, (laughs) on FaceTime together. And Raquel is touching herself, masturbating in some capacity. And Tom is doing the same. So Ariana sees this, and Sandoval, of course, is still on stage, and she texts herself the video, sends herself the video, and then sends it to Raquel from her phone saying, you're dead to me. Mm -hmm. But that's an important part of the story because apparently now Raquel's whole PR stunt is revolves around like basically this idea of revenge porn but she's trying to sue her castmates most specifically she's trying to sue ariana for sending it to herself calling it revenge porn that is so deeply evil and horrible to do to somebody who you slept with their boyfriend can you believe the audacity it frankly, like, makes my stomach hurt. It makes me so mad. That Where do you find horrible. the nerve? You just have to be so desperate, so pain. You know you're so guilty, and that is your, like, last Hail Mary. Ugh. Awful. It's sickening watching them together and, like, watching how, like, supportive she was of him. Like, she gave him her all. I don't care what the fuck he's going to make up, like, going on behind the scenes. Like, we didn't have sex or, like, we were in an open relationship. I'm a sex addict. That's my favorite one. I'm like, okay. No, he deserves to be taken to the cleaners. And we are team Ariana and we will skip. We will be done with this for now. But like, if you want to talk, I'm here. Because like, I got all the information. (laughs) I got all the receipts. But now all my friends have DM'd me or DM'd me. They have my phone number. Have texted me being like, he was like a little sexually charged. And they're not using like flirty. They're using like sexually charged. He's just performative, and, like, that would get yes. so exhausting for me. Yes. The videos that I have, you guys, like, there's some crazy shit. Like, I have him humping a cardboard cutout of Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump, which is epic. Um, that'll die with me. But, like, I didn't think anything of it at the time. But now, yeah. hindsight, as they say, is 2020. So now I'm, like, fully going through every video being, like, was there a sign? Yeah. So help me God if they show up to the reunion hand in hand. I will lose my mind, lose my mind, lose my mind. Just as a segue into like real shit. I was talking to my friend whose mom passed when we were in our teens to 20s. And 
I think like a large, because everyone's like, why is she with him? Like, why was she ever with him? They seem to like both be like very magnetic, magical human Mm -hmm. beings. But I feel like there was a large part because they initially got together within the month or months as Ariana's dad died. Mm. And I think like there's a part of that that's symptomatic of that. And that Mm. like she felt like he knew her before. She he helped her through that time. Yeah. They really had the sweetest little relationship at first. So it's just a bummer. You know, we just we just all feel betrayed. We just are all like because that takes like a level of diabolical tendencies that I'm just not familiar with. Yeah, it's like the planning and the behind the back and the sneaking. I think for a lot of people, like, that's the turn on is the, like, no one knows and it's so hot and heavy. And this has been, like, so fucking fun for, like, us Bravo people. Like, we're just shook to our core. Shook. Yeah. And, like, we need Jax on the line. That's all I got to say. Okay, anyway, (laughs) the scandal of it all. I usually consider myself to be, this just has to do with other dirty birds, which are all heterosexual males. And I was on TikTok the other day, and this is also my opportunity to express a public apology, which is that I'm sorry for ever explaining TikToks to you that you haven't seen. Like, I feel like I've done it on this show somewhat recently. And so, like, I'm, I'm, I apologize to you all. But I was watching this TikTok that I'll, I will not mention. I'll just let your algorithm, like, okay. I'll let it find you. And I got into this, like, dark place on TikTok that was essentially talking about strip clubs. It was, like, this sex worker that was, like, talking about men at the strip club that she runs into and sharing some of her stories, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of, like, a given in this weird way that just most people, most heterosexual males, I guess, in my experience, go to, go to strip clubs on their bachelor party. You don't have baggage around it. Yeah, I I really don't think about it that much. Yeah. But this whole TikTok comment section, and basically everyone was talking about whether or not they allow, quote unquote, their husbands, boyfriends, significant others, heterosexual males to go to strip clubs, like Mm -hmm. for bachelor parties, for anything. And I consider, you know, obviously I think we all consider ourselves to be on the right side of history most times. (laughs) But I was floored, quite frankly, that the minority were people that, do allow, allow. We're fine. There's yeah. no allow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are comfortable with their significant other or someone that they're romantically involved with. But their language is allow. Their language is allow. Yes. And I was so perplexed. Like, if Brad yeah. told you he was going to go to a strip club tomorrow. I mean, I never really care. I'm just like, go do your thing. It's fine. I guess I just don't really think about it that much. But there is that other level of it, which isn't just the men going and sitting in chairs with the general public Mm -hmm. and getting lap dances and like watching the strippers and giving them dollars or whatever. There's like that private room culture. Yeah. That's a big question mark for me. Like I actually don't know what goes on in there. I don't know like the levels of payment that goes on. I don't know the rules. So like- Like how much touching is there? Right. That's a whole other world. That could get pretty sinister, I would imagine, because truthfully, whatever goes on there yeah. isn't around your boys. Like, it's between you, God, and <laughs> and, and the lady. <laughs> you know what? We should actually have a lady on to talk to us about this. No, we absolutely, you guys, we're going to call the Golden Nugget, the Spearmint Rhino, whatever. We're going to call one of these establishments because I need to have one of the women that work there 
on the show just to tell us like what goes on, what they've seen. I want to know what they've seen. Yeah. I bet they have crazy stories. And just give us a little peek into, into this world that we like, I know very little about, I just realized. Can I tell you the grossest thing I ever heard? What? I don't know what chapter of the internet I had rabbit hole that I had gone down, but I somehow got onto this website where men can purchase like underwear that's like slippery so that when they go into the back room and get a lap dance. I wish you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> when they get a lap dance, they can like come in their pants and it like is. Are you waterproof? Fu- no, I'm okay. not kidding you. Rehome, it's a real thing. Rehome your significant other. If that's what they're. What the fuck? Horrifying. Okay, so that's Horrifying. the thing. Is I really feel like it is a case by case situation. Like if you know, if you're dating Scandaval, you know, yes. like, and you know, like he's like a dirty dog or like is looking for this is like his out. But I, I don't know that you can know that. I also don't know that. Like, I mean, I, I hope you do. You know, yeah. but. It is one of those things that I'm kind of like, you got to trust that person. What's yeah. me not allowing them? And then like, they're going to go to the bachelor party and lie to me. And then it just creates this yeah. whole weird thing. Like, I'd rather just like allow it and then hope and pray. And Or they're going to stay home and then all their friends are like, stay at the hotel and all their friends are like, well, what are you like? Da, 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 you know? No, that won't happen. He'll just go and lie to you about it. I don't know. And like a lot of the sex workers or strippers or whatever, whatever you want to call them, they were like commenting on the thread of these TikTok comments and being like, you should not let them come. Like most were saying like, I've seen these men and how they act. And like, and I know there's like that frat bro that like goes totally. in and is absolutely disgusting. But it's not everybody. I don't know. It's like, it is one of those things that they're like, and a lot of people are up in arms because there isn't like a female equivalent. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there isn't like something that we, like Magic Mike, sure. Like if you get your rocks off to that, but like, I definitely don't. But no, if women go to that because it's like funny. It's funny. Not because like it's like yeah. hot. I'm, I'm more so like upset about the fact that there isn't a female equivalent. Like we should be able to right. like call our exes that we were like very emotionally invested in and like have them do a lap dance for us. Yeah. Let's get the exes involved and then let's see who's comfortable with what. <laughs> There is a little bit of, like, I do have a very, very strong opinion about the male bachelor party culture versus the female bachelorette party culture. Like, I think it's, like, same vagina for life, bro. Like, get your last rocks off. Like, blah, blah. Yeah. For women, it's, like, you're going to be Mrs. Sanders. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) tell me all the things about Mr. Sanders that you love. You know, it's, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, it's also our last hurrah also. Yeah. But, like, just the culture is totally different. hmm It just straight up does not make sense to me. Here we are on these bachelorette parties, like, wearing T-shirts, tattoos, bathing suits with our friends' mans all over it. And these men are like, we're nowhere to be found. God forbid someone even mention us on the bachelor party. Like, Brad, to to his credit, he says he's not really into that. He doesn't really enjoy going to those. But I'm also like, say. That's what they all say. Just fucking go. Like, just go have a good time. I don't care. Like, unless you're paying for the private room, which, like, then we got something to talk yeah. about. Yeah. It's also, like, Dylan keeps forgetting his wedding band because it was, like, his grandpa's and it's too big for him. And it's, like, Aww. this whole situation. He's, like, whatever. Yeah. He's, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I keep forgetting, like, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's like, oh, like, do you care that he's, like, not wearing his wedding band? I'm like, if that is the only thing standing between us and fidelity (laughs) and, like, you cheating on me with someone, then, like, we good. What do I care? Like, if you're not going to stop it at the strip club, you're not going to stop it with 
Raquel, you know what I mean? Like your friend for a million years. Like I just feel like if you got a problem, you got a problem. That's right. My dad actually has never worn a ring. He just like couldn't get used to it. And but he always in his office, he had like this stained glass door made that was a rose. My mom's name is Rose. And he's like, I anytime a woman was in my office and I got that vibe from her that she was interested, I would just start talking about how wonderful my wife is. That's because he existed before OnlyFans. Their marriage, you know what I mean? Like now the temptation is all there, but I just hate that women aren't painted as the same people who have the same desires. Mm -hmm. By the way, for, for all the men out there, we are panicking just as much as you are. Yeah. About never sleeping with anyone again. Just so you know. Just Just so so you know. know. Okay. Just so you know. Just so you know. But that also brings me to another layer of TikTok that's been coming up for me and that I wanted to talk to you about. Which is all of this toxic bullshit about relationships, right? From like dating to marriage, right? I've seen it in both areas. But I was watching this TikTok of this girl recently and she was saying, the right person for you has no doubts about you from day one. Record scratch. I am here to tell you the beginning of your relationship can look and might and probably will Look super messy. Like, yeah. super, like, no doubts about you. Like, that's some love at first sight shit. That's saying everyone's going to have love at first sight in both directions. That's not how life works. It's not how life works. And it's like, they're going to have questions. They're going to, like, probably keep a side piece around a little longer than you would like because they are not sure that you guys are going to be together forever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's also, like, maybe not a totally bad thing that the person no. that you're with or interested in is maybe having some other thoughts. Like, is this person my end-all be-all? Is that fully obsessed with you and ready to get married the minute yeah, they meet like, you? Ew, I can't think of anything worse. Like, no doubts in their mind from the second they meet you. I was dating two other people for the first three months that Brad and I dated. Because that's normal. That is normal. And even my parents, because this was shortly after I'd had, like, the string of, like, very serious relationships. My parents were like, I don't understand what's up with your generation that you're just like, we met and we're, like, a couple. My parents were not exclusive until they were engaged. And while we're here, because that just made me think of it. While I don't believe in a lot of these other tropes, I am a strong believer, always have been, always will be, that, like, if someone, a man, a woman, a bird, an alien, whatever it is, if they want to talk to you, they will talk to you. I cannot tell you how many times my friend has been like, okay, but maybe his grandmother died and he's in the hospital and then a raccoon came and took his phone from him and ran, like, we make up these elaborate stories But the truth is, no matter what is going on, if he wants to talk to you, if he's interested, he will text you. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yep. And if he's not that into you, he's just not that into you, as we used to say in the early 2000s. Stop giving these idiots all these excuses. Yep. You are allowed to have doubts. You're a human fucking... Have you never had an intrusive thought? Like, are you (laughs) kidding? Like, what? You're going to have doubts. You're going to be like, maybe I shouldn't be with this person. And that's healthy. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't. It's completely healthy. Or you're going to think about an ex. You're going to think about Anderson Cooper if you fall asleep too late and that's who you're watching on TV. Absolutely, you're going to think about Anderson Cooper. Hello, of course. (laughs) Zaddy. You know what I mean? But like, that's just human nature. We start punishing ourselves for thoughts. And it's like, doubts are normal in human experience. Like, I just don't understand when this end-all, be-all. I love Dylan. Honest to God, as much as I can expect to love another person, like, yes. before we get married. I was like, I lo- I'm so excited to marry him. Did I have doubts? 
Of, of course. course. In the way that I'm like, oh shit, like, okay, like maybe they're not all rational and maybe they're not all thought to completion, but you have doubts, you have fights. You can yeah. fight the night before your wedding. I'm you here to tell you. You have weird moments. You have weird moments where you're like, okay, like, was this just what I expected? You're just going to have like thoughts in your head. Oh. You're a human being. I mean, Brad and I have been together for 17 years. We have yeah. been married for 14 years. And to this day, if you were to ask me right now, do you think you will be together with him for the rest of your life? The answer is probably. The answer is I hope so. You yeah. Know, like right now. That would be great. But you know what? I can't say with any certainty that that's going to be true. Right. No, it's like this toxic all or nothing mentality no, is not. really dangerous. Because I think it's really like, especially with the internet being where it's at and everyone being on it all the time. I think there's like a lot of damage being done that like yes. if you meet someone like on a first date and it's not fireworks. Or even, like, if you're dating someone for six weeks and he, like, missteps in some way or, like, you misstep in some way, we gotta occupy the gray area a little more yeah. with dating. Like, this black and white shit is only gonna hurt us. It's so damaging to hear that stuff because you hear that stuff and you're like, well, then if I have any doubts, I should get out of this relationship when it may be a perfectly good relationship. It may be the person that you're gonna be with for the rest of your life. No, I'm so grateful that none of that existed when I was first dating Dylan. Like, obviously, Seriously. I was in college and, like, self-help wasn't part of my vocabulary. But, like, the first six months, he was annoying as shit. Or, like, not even the first six months when we were actually dating. How about before we started dating where I was interested in him? He, uh -huh. like, couldn't – he couldn't have cared less about me. <laughs> if I had listened, I'd be like, okay, fuck that. I think this point is worth repeating. If you've listened to other episodes, you know that I say this all the time. But I really do believe that when you're dating someone, you can't do anything wrong with the right person. And you can't do anything right with the wrong person. So if you called the person you're dating your ex's name, if you threw up on them, if you spilled something on their shirt, no matter what embarrassing thing that you do or say, if that person, if destiny has chosen him or her or them for you, then there's nothing you can do to get in the way of that. Similarly, if the person is not for you, you can try your fucking best. You could lie about all the shit that you're interested in that you're actually not. There is nothing right that you can do with the wrong person. They are committed to not loving you. So say goodbye. I, I just think like so many people are making decisions, romantic and otherwise, yeah. based on like an infographic totally. that was made up by some bullshit person on the totally. internet. And they're just like, oh, yeah, fuck the haters. If my friends don't like what I'm doing, it must be on them. Like, no, maybe you're being toxic and horrible. There's self-awareness. And then there's this other level. What are you doing? Just subscribing to like this all or nothing. Like you should feel nothing, no doubts. You should no. be absolutely certain. Never let them out of your sight to like a strip club or whatever. Guess what? Never let them out of your sight is a recipe for them to be, want to be out of your sight forever. For sure. It's just like, yeah. I feel like we're not living as actual human beings. We're living other yeah. people's lives. And like a lot of other people, like these content creators sometimes are scorned or like you don't know what another Completely. person's agenda is. It's toxic. Or just like their own weird shit. And they're just like putting it out on the internet like it's truth. I'll never forget my therapist said this to me. And then I told it to one of my about to be married friends and it didn't go over well. So like I kind of left it where it was. <laughs> okay. But I said to her, like my therapist said to me, a lot of getting into a relationship is mourning all the other paths and mm. partners and ways that your life could have gone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it is one of those things where like 
you can hold a funeral. It doesn't have to be official or anything. But, like, for all the other, like, partners or lives that you won't live. And it doesn't have to be, yep. like, a better life than yours. It can be way worse. Precisely. It's just different. And it's a choice you made. And that goes with any choice in the fucking world. Like, if yes. you're going to get a coffee in the morning, you know, at this place, then you're not getting it at this other place. You exactly. know what I mean? And that might be a thought of yours. And that's okay. Because we're so worried about it not being perfect for everyone yes. else yeah. that we, like, don't even realize what, first of all, let's get the word perfect out of here, but, like, what an ideal relationship would be like for us. Because we're so mm -hmm. fucking concentrated on, like, what other people deem as, like, an acceptable, loving relationship. And it's really sick. We're, like, just, like, hyper fixated on analyzing everything and, like, becoming so hyper vigilant. That's really yes, what it is. it it's is. Like, it's hyper vigilance. It's really just us trying to protect ourselves from everything, including, like, public... Humiliation. Yes, of... but even just distaste. Whatever other people, like, wouldn't be cool for them is not cool for us. And it's, like, you are a human being. Love is so messy and it can look like so many different things. Mm -hmm. It's like enough. And we're yeah. all like everyone in a relationship is just looking. We're copying each other's paper. We're just like looking to the others being like, wait, are you doing that? Okay, at least you're doing that too. Like then it's okay for me. Okay, you're only having sex three times a week. Okay, that means it's okay that I'm only having sex three times a week. Yeah. And I do it myself. Like I'll be watching a reality show. They're talking about fighting or they're talking about like any of these other relationships that they have with each other's friends or whatever and you're like oh, okay we're all just looking for a benchmark of like acceptance and it doesn't exist yeah you can find something to validate any choice or decision you make self-fulfilling prophecy we're so worried that we're in like a toxic relationship without our knowing bitch you know you know you guys, I had so many other things I wanted to talk about in this episode. But I'm cutting her off, though. I know. We got to go. We got to get out of here. 